This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld Just switching up the inflection there today You know, you gotta keep the people guessing Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta we emphasize. <laughs> yeah, we're we're guessing about how we pronounce our names. We're guessing about how this uh, surprise wedding is going to go down for Brock and Sheena. There's a lot of uncertainty. I am not uncertain about any of those things. <laughs> I am certain. We are certain now that next week is the season finale of Vanderpump Rules, yes! which I... I we knew it had to be coming soon, and as I was watching this episode, I like felt it in my bones. I was like, okay, next week is gonna be the season finale, and it is. They're finishing off in Santa Inez with James and Raquel's engagement party and Sheena and Brock's uh maybe ill-fated uh secret wedding moment. Don't know how that's gonna go, but I have to say, watching Brock and Sheena's journey throughout each episode, it doesn't, it's not getting easier. You know, this episode, like, I feel like week after week, it seems that we're, you know, being harsh on Brock or railing on them or we aren't, like, don't want them to be happy. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, no, but I just can't, I can't pretend that watching them doesn't make me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's definitely um, changed for me from. The beginning, like, I'm, like, grossed out. But also, this episode, did Sheena not, to you, remind you of, like, just a little girl? Maybe you would be, like, babysitting and, like, being, like, there's, there, we have, like, a prize for you or whatever. She was just, like, yesing along and being, like, oh, that sounds, like, yeah, that sounds, like, to everyone she was talking to. Like, just being, like, giddy and, like, naive about the situations. It's it's a little disconcerting because we go from the beginning of the episode where they are signing their prenup and it seems like Sheena really is has her mind clear where she's like, you know, last time with with Sh- what's his name with Shay, <laughs> I got into this bad position where I didn't have my ducks in a row and this time, you know, she's very clear about she gets to keep her retirement account which, you know, she's a smart She's a smart lady. She gets to keep her retirement account. She has the percentage with the home body. Like, all of that seems to be... Right. Like, Sheena is the one who really is on top of it. But then when it comes to the actual, like, day-by-day stuff within the relationship, I feel like she is, like, gritting her teeth through the whole proposal. Like, you know that that's not what she envisioned for herself. And then when he brings up the getting married secretly in Santa Inez, she's like... Okay, yeah, okay. Um yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And like I obviously 
I don't care if Sheena has some big elaborate wedding or not. It doesn't make a difference to me, but it doesn't feel like it's deep down, like she's content with what is being presented to her. And it feels like all of these decisions are just being made because they're easier slash cheaper slash more convenient for Brock. Those tears when she was getting proposed to, I'm not sure if it was because she was upset or because she was crying with like happiness because that's just not (sighs) ideal. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's hard for me to, to balance because Sheena says that she doesn't want a big wedding this time around. She says that she doesn't need it. She's like, we should just get married. Why not? But at the same time, I feel like even if she doesn't want a big wedding or a long engagement, there's a a middle ground between that and literally like sneaking away to get married secretly. And then you can't tell anyone. She can't even show people she's engaged. She can't wear her ring. It has to be a secret. It's this stressful thing. Only her mom is allowed to be there. And it's like, you can do a small, low-key, quick thing that doesn't feel like it's some you're doing something wrong. And right. it, it I feel like that's not the right mindset to like enter into your marriage where she's like, Mom and dad gotta tie the knot. And it's like, okay, then do it in a month. But you can tell that they need to do it while they're filming or else they're gonna like, I, get in trouble. <laughs> I agree with what you just said. Like you cannot go into your marriage on a lie. And that's exactly right. like what like he doesn't have anything planned out, but he has the whole lie set up. And that's like what seems to be his priority. And we've always said he doesn't have his priorities in check, which that makes total sense. But it's like so uncomfortable because you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. And they, the funniest part of that is when he was explaining it, Sheena and her mom at the same time were like, no. But then he explained it and she was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, she was like, you know, they already had their weekend. So I can have a little bit. And she was almost like double like guessing herself oh absolutely she's talking herself into it because it's been brock has presented it to her like it's this perfect plan even though i think we all agree that it's not a perfect plan and so sheena feels like she has to say yes because it's being presented and then later when she's talking to sandoval and ariana on the trip sandoval is clearly like feels not good about this situation he's like shitting his pants and super paranoid And when Sheena says, I'm so glad Sandoval is having doubts because I'm having doubts. And it like confirms to me that my doubts are real. So we're going to have to be extra careful with the secret. And it's like, no, the (laughs) the logical conclusion there is like, (laughs) if we're all having doubts, then maybe we shouldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it was it was uncomfortable. I can't dream enough about going to what is it? Santa Inez? Santa Inez, or, yeah, and it's spelled with a Y because James is like Santa Inez, but it's like... Oh, Inez is with the Y, it's Y-N-E-S? Yeah, with the Y. Y Y-N-E-Z, I think. Because I looked it up last week while we were recording to see how far it is from LA. Oh, yes. It looks so (laughs) breathtaking. Like, I cannot even wrap my head around that. But I'm like, wait, for an engagement party? It's close to, it's close to like Santa Barbara, Montecito type of area. Um, so like a couple hours outside of LA looks really beautiful. Um, before we fully get there, I, I want to talk about this homebody photo shoot. 
Which yes, yeah, so Lala, do I, so badly. Lala and Katie and others point out that this is a pretty legit operation. It seems like that there is, you know, they're on this big set. There's a lot of equipment. There are a lot of models that aren't just the Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. cast doing there's it for free. There's a shit ton of balloons. There's yeah. Why do we have balloons? They're all wearing homebody apparel, which I don't, I don't think it's an apparel company, so I don't know who made that. But it's like. Definitely, I mean, there is a point where it makes sense to invest in your business and you want to do it the right way. But I don't disagree with Lala's point that it's like, this photo shoot could have been done on an iPhone. And clearly there's been a lot of money invested into this. And like, you can't pay the child support and you're putting your ring on four credit cards and you're like talking about how you're broke. And it's like, you know... I, I like that Brock seems com- invested in this business, but like you, you still need to be smart about it. Right. He even admit he's like, yeah, I think we spent too much on glam. That should, gl- the glam should be the least of your worries for this shoot. Like it's about the product, but it did look very intense. First, also you have to pay for the actual studio itself, like the space. Right. I mean, from top, to, I mean, I think that's what Lala is saying that it's like, this is a full, you know, photo shoot that doesn't feel like it's being done on a shoestring budget. And, you know, I don't need to like nickel and dime every decision that Brock is making because like he's an adult and what he spends his money on is, you know, at the end of the day, not our business. But like, there are some major red flags when it's like, I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do that. I'm going to be so broke from this. And it's like, then why are you spending all this money on a photo on a like a professional photo shoot and like going into debt on this ring when it's like, maybe you could, you know, just tone it down a little bit. And you can see when Sheena puts on the ring, she's like, oh, it's big. This is really big. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, I, I wish they would have shown on camera. Like, did she know that it wasn't a diamond right off the bat? Or like, was that a discussion before? I mean, not yes. to be like, not to be like making a big deal about it, not being a diamond because everybody should get the ring. They enjoy right but like you no, like like she had to have known it wasn't a diamond because like he can't afford like you he wouldn't have been able to afford that or else yeah i mean yes that would have been like a million dollar ring if it was a diamond yeah she should she would have been like so no homebody shoot Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The other main thing that's going on this week is that Ariana and Katie are still pursuing their sandwich shop dreams. Um, and so they have their meeting with Randall, which, of course, is taking place at Sir, because where else Duh. are they going to go? Um, wh- where else can Lisa, you know, look over her shoulder? Um, but Ariana and her, is late her, to Lisa meeting. and Randall are like, I'll see you. So I'll see you at Santa Inez next week. Like, yeah, for another so um, weird. shoot. Yeah, sounds accurate. so weird. Um, so Ariana shows up late and she says that Tom scheduled the notary to come for the mortgage refinance. And so she's like stuck at the house signing these documents. And so she's going to be late. And Katie points, Katie says, which I think I'm totally on, you know, I think Katie's right where she's like, I would never schedule something at the same time that Tom has a business meeting. Mm -hmm. And it seems like I don't know if Ariana didn't tell Tom that she had this meeting or if they made the plans, you know, at the same time and didn't coordinate appropriately. But it's like, I don't quite know why this scheduling mishap wasn't fixed ahead of time. Yeah, she was she I liked her justification, though, where she was like, but I saved three thousand dollars a month on my mortgage. So like worth it. Well, yeah, but this is you're investing hundreds of thousands of dollars for a future income. Wait, okay. How much was their mortgage before if they were able to save $3,000 a month by refinancing? I, That's a big Listen, we we've already discussed that finance is not this is not where you come. I mean, this is not a finance <laughs> podcast. Go listen to uh Bitches Media presents Money Please. <laughs> but like, wait, okay, so $3,000. And also Randall time. was like, just for future next time, because like people also aren't going to be as nice as he was like about that. He was like, um, this is only our first meeting. And if I'm going to bring my partners next time, like you can't be late. Right. This is hundreds of thousands of dollars. Also, well, when they were like yeah. one to 200,000, he was like, well, that's a big gap. So that's a $100,000 different. <laughs> is it one or two? Like that's you can't. But yeah, I mean, and Lala says later in the episode too, like Randall's a super chill, easygoing guy. But when you're asking him for money, that's a different story. Yeah, because and- he doesn't have any either. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, now I got to go tell 50 Cent that I it's going to take me a little longer to pay him back because I gave the sandwich girls the money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it feels like something like I don't, I don't think Ariana needs to be like dragged for this. I think no. she knows that she shouldn't be late, but it's it is kind of just frustrating because it's like, come on, come on, please. right? Like she was uh, like, okay, I was late. I know I'm late. Like sometimes it happens. Like there's nothing I could do about it. But okay, so if you okay, three thousand oh dollars a month for thirty years, which is like a pretty standard mortgage, is one million eighty thousand dollars. Okay. So if they're saving three thousand dollars a month. What's their... I don't think it was 30. I I feel like 30 years is not what... Maybe it's for a shorter period of yeah. time, and then it goes back up. I don't... <laughs> if you know how mortgages work, 
let us know in a five-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Those plugs are great. Let us Um, know anything about you. Any fun facts with a five-star review. (laughs) Yeah, tell us how Morganite stones are measured in your five-star review of this podcast. (laughs) I love that. I don't know. I will say, okay, when they say the name, there's like something about her sandwiches. Have you tried them? That makes a little more sense to me. Because last week, I feel like they were just like something about her. I'm like, okay. And I still don't love the name, but like I get it a little more now. I love how they always like look at each other though for to say like unapologetically feminine or like something about her and they're like it, we want to paint yeah. the door pink. It feels like they're embarrassed by all the details about this operation and it's like no if you've decided that the name is something about her then you need to feel okay with that because it's literally going to be plastered all over like Randall liked it. Randall did like it and Randall Loved the idea of a sandwich being named after him. It seems a little clunky. Like, I thought they were just going to call it, like, The Rand or something. And they're like, Randall Emmett Productions Sandwich. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, they could. Yeah, it's very long. I When you go to order something, you're like, you just say, like, the word or the, I'll it's have- the something. But it's that's a sentence. They'll work on it. Clearly, clearly they've got some time to go, and we don't even know if Randall is going to invest. Um, so see, those are the things we'll like when the seasons end for these shows, we're like, hello, we need to know about these cliffhangers. Well, lucky for you, next week is the finale, and as you already mentioned, Randall is going to be in Santa Inez, and he said he would get back to them this weekend. So I have to imagine that it's going to come up (laughs) at the engagement party, and hopefully that'll be entertaining, because we need something happening. And I'll be honest, watching James and Raquel's relationship at this point, knowing that they're broken up, it just, it does nothing for me. I don't care. I'm like... Sheena, she was on, Raquel was on Sheena's podcast this week, like, telling, spilling the tea about what happened, and it's, like, not dramatic at all. It's like, okay, yeah, they, it didn't work out. It's fine. I'm they good. um didn't even seem like they were on the same page this whole weekend, like, going to the their engagement party. Yeah, I mean... James was like, I've never bought this much alcohol or spent this much money on alcohol that I can't drink. They're going to a wine tour. They're going to a paint and sip. Like, to be honest, in his defense, it's a little uncomfortable for the entire weekend to be about you and nothing you can participate in. I thought so, too. I mean, I would feel bad except for the fact that theoretically he's the one who made these plans. And so I just don't really understand why he chose that. Or even, I mean, you could be at that kind of location. I mean, it's a beautiful location and plan more activities that aren't alcohol related. I guess they're going to a llama farm or alpaca farm or something (laughs) later, later in the weekend. But yeah, I mean, it is a little bit like, you know, he and Raquel show up and the rest of the group is already on a wine tour. And then the paint and sip prize is a bottle of wine. And it's like, I, I do feel for everyone, anyone who's sober that's on a show like this, I think is Mm -hmm. in, a really tricky position. And we see it on a lot of different shows, you know, with somebody like Leah on New York or, you know, Carl on Summer House, like it's always a a little bit of a struggle. And, you know, James, for what it's worth, like he does seem to be 
really sticking to not drinking, and I respect that, but it feels like, why plan this whole wine weekend? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're running out of options, but here we are. They're running out of options, just like Sheena and Brock were running out of options for where they could get married that there would be a camera. (laughs) No, it's like funny when you think about it that way. They're like, gave them obviously a schedule and they're like, oh my, oh my God. And they would never not choose to do it. Right. The fact that they're maintaining the fourth wall here when Brock, so to hear, it's, I I honestly think it's maybe like hurting, hurting it a little bit because it feels kind of fake for Brock to be like, well, you know, I thought we could get married this summer and this weekend's the last chance. And it's like, I mean, you're not like falling off a cliff next week. The cameras just won't be there. So it feels like a little bit of like a false sense of urgency when you're trying to pretend that they're not just doing this for the show. Cause it's like, what do you mean this weekend? Isn't your last chance to get married? You just got engaged like an hour ago. Maybe they were, they're looking in for a Brock and Sheena. No, they can't even get a spinoff cause they're getting married. It's a surprise wedding. They can't <laughs> even do that. They should do a spinoff of like Brock and Sheena go down under and like they go to Australia and like he can like maybe see his kids. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Probably have to wait for the pandemic to be over for that one. I think the Australian uh border control is pretty strict right now. I don't think they're letting in Sheena Shea. It's just um, uh a lot. I- I'm excited I- for next week. I am excited for next week. Everybody kind of confronts James a little bit about um, his behavior at the um, at the Schwartz and Sandy's party. But like, at the end of the day, I feel like everybody is kind of at the point where it's like, yeah, James is kind of a dick. It is what it is. That's his personality. Okay, call him out every single time he opens his mouth. And also, (laughs) he's improved since the last few seasons, which is give him a break. He's at his own engagement weekend. Enough. I don't know. I wouldn't say give him a break, but it's like at a certain point, it's not productive to expect different. Right. From him. Exactly. But also, okay, this annoyed me because also for it was so for the cameras, like when Ariana FaceTimed Raquel again, <laughs> team J- James is like, I live in the up to one bedroom apartment. Where do you want me to like Ariana was like, can we talk in private? But it was on FaceTime. So Basic, and she was like, Raquel was like, yeah, James just left the room, but didn't mention when he came back in the room. But also, if someone leaves the room in your apartment, you can still hear them. I'll say this extra loud right now, but like, if I'm going to talk shit about my roommate, I wait till he leaves. (laughs) Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Let's talk about Below Deck. We have some new guests coming on. It always makes me nervous when they're like, people with boat experience. So there's like a Navy dude. But overall, you know, these guests seem to be fine. They've got some dietary restrictions, though, which is a little bit of an issue at dinner the first night, a little bit of a mix up with the preference sheets. Honestly, like, I feel like they kind of made this a little more dramatic than it needed to be. And a big part of it was just that the one woman guest just really had like a resting bitch face. And they were like, just showing her every 10 seconds. Literally, they were showing her reaction to like things that she probably wasn't even reacting to that. Like I was like, damn, she looks like not nice, but I don't know. It was Heather, <laughs> I think, went a little too quick to be like basically telling the um guest yeah. she was wrong. But then she was also very quick to apologize. She was like, I made a mistake. Like, I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong thing. I always feel like if there's a preference sheet mix up, it's like always just like say that you were wrong. I feel like it's it's never worth like telling the guest that they are wrong because it's like. I was just going to say not even preference sheet. You just don't tell the guest they're wrong. Like what kind of power move is that, Heather? Exactly. Like if they say that they put something on their preference sheet, just be like, okay, we'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Like it's it is right. what it is. There's no need to be like, actually, you didn't say you don't eat cheese. It's like, it just like, don't put cheese on um... the thing the next time. Um, but the Eek. deck crew, the the deck crew is, are the ones who really are having trouble getting it together. There's like another issue with the jet skis and nobody's watching and Eddie's, you know, doing cleaning that she, he shouldn't be doing. And, um, so Captain Lee is getting kind of fed up. And honestly, at this point in the season, I don't blame him because it does seem like there have been little errors happening, basically every charter. Um, and, you know... As much as it sucks to be, like, the mean boss, like, telling people that they shouldn't be using their phones during their shift is, like, not that mean. Right. I mean, and he's he's just saying the obvious, basically. And, right. And it's a little unclear at this point. Obviously, we see Reyna struggling a lot, especially at the end of the episode, and we know that she has been going through it as a result of what happened with Heather and Heather, you know, using a slur and all of this stuff. And it's unclear, as far as we know, nobody has told Captain Lee at this point. So it just seems like Eddie knows but hasn't really done anything. And then Captain Lee is starting to notice, really, that Reyna is, like, 
upset about something and not just like, she doesn't just have a bad attitude. And I think that's the important thing. It's like, okay, like maybe it's a worthwhile note. Like don't roll your eyes at your boss, but like knowing what we know from watching the show, it's like, okay, there's actually like a larger problem going on here. It was interesting when Captain Lee, not only was he noticing that she was rolling her eyes, but he was like, something wrong like he kind of was intuitive in that situation he was like something i think something else must be because he made a good point he was like i forget what he said but he was like you don't act so a certain way unless something happened basically is what he said so he's like there has to be a root of the problem for what she's going through and i found it very ironic because i was like does he not like me at that point maybe he didn't know because i know they were saying they did tell him they didn't i don't know so i feel like We'll get to it like Eddie that at that point finds out she was crying and goes to check on her but I know it does at, we see this like most seasons like you just hit she obviously has already but you hit your breaking point and there's nowhere to go they're on a boat like exactly you just want to be alone right and it's hard because obviously like the root of her being upset a lot of it is Heather and then she starts crying and Heather's like Oh my god, what's wrong? What's going on? Rena, don't cry. And it's like, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Yeah, well, of course, you're always gonna say if someone's crying, you're always gonna be like, what's wrong? Like, what happened in that moment? Like, what's wrong? It was the middle of the day. Like, she was like, it's just hard because it's like, in normal life, she just would like, get the fuck away from Heather for a while. But on the boat, not such an option. I am excited to see more of Frazier's sassiness come out because I feel like he hasn't been like he's been like I really know. good at his job and hasn't. But then this new um, stew that's coming, he is not. I know. I'm excited it. for the new stew because I think we need a little new blood. Um, and we'll see how it goes because it could yeah. go. It could go well or it could go not well. Uh, honestly, they not need well, it. Heather has had an attitude with everyone in the last, like, two weeks. She turned around and, like, yelled at Frazier basically on the stairs. Like, it's help or no help. She's, like, arguing with guests, which seems out of character for her from what we've seen. But, like, yeah, they need help because she's going to lose it. Totally. She's a perfectionist. We'll see how it goes. We will check back in with Below Deck next week. We'll be back with another episode on Thursday. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And you can still check out our Shop Betches blowout sale at shop.betches.com. Lots of goodies, discounted. Um, so yeah, go check it out and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.